Sup, you beautiful bastards. Welcome back to the Philip DeFranco Show. Buckle up, make sure you hit that subscribe button, otherwise I will punch you in the throat, and let's just jump into it. Please do not watch Hocus Pocus 2. That is what one Texas mom, Jamie Gooch, is screaming from the rafters. It grieves me, the thought of exposing our kids to darkness. A worst case scenario is that you unleash hell. The whole movie is based on witches harvesting children for blood sacrifices. I believe whatever comes in our TV screens, there are things attached to that. I've seen for myself the things that I've watched with my eyes or heard over a TV screen, they become manifested in, in real life. Everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any type of spell that they want to. Anything could be coming through that TV screen into your home. At the end of the day, I want people to walk away with discernment. If you, you're watching this, just start thinking. Start thinking for yourself and even overthink. <sighs> <laughs> Mama Gooch, what you doing? I know we're always like, but think of the children, but uh, maybe Jamie Gooch could not. The Goochmeister, I think, can sit this one out. Also, this is someone who is raising children. A person who felt not only confident enough to post something on Facebook, but go on local television to be like, yes, the Disney Plus movie is casting demonic spells directly into your children's eye holes. I... <laughs> Anyway, that's a story. That person has the same uh, vote as you, just so that's a fun thing. Moving on. And then, robots are going to kill us. Like, are we on the same page here? The only way robots don't kill us is if we do it first or like an asteroid hits us. Because like, remember those fun little robots and they're like, oh, it kind of looks like a dog. Oh, look, it's dancing. Well, like with every tech advancement, people looked at it and they were like, but how do we get it to kill and or harass poor people? Though that's not fair. Not just poor people, but probably poor people first. Right? I mean, since those early days, we've seen things like this new viral video showing a Chinese drone carrying something underneath it and dropping it off on a rooftop with that strange object then unfurling and what in the whole that's a robot dog with a machine gun i'm telling you it's just a matter of time hug your children but yeah that video was posted to weibo recently by the china kestrel defense company and as the caption explains the war dog can be inserted behind enemy lines for a surprise attack placed on rooftops to occupy the commanding heights or support a three-dimensional pincer attack on a building right in china they put loudspeakers on these robot dogs to tell people hey wash your hands wear masks and now uh machine guns well, that's just stupid. China also isn't the only country to produce videos like this. Some months ago, we had a Russian tech entrepreneur showing off a robot dog popping off targets with a submachine gun. Also, just to really hit it directly on the nose, he nicknamed it Skynet. And if you're looking at this and you're like, yeah, they do look a lot like the Boston Dynamics robots that we saw dancing to Uptown Funk a few years ago. They are similar, but not the same. In fact, last week, the company signed an open letter with five other robotics makers pledging not to weaponize the hardware or software behind their advanced mobility general purpose robots. Basically reaffirming a commitment that it made a long time ago, but that also didn't stop the French military from using it in reconnaissance drills last year, nor did it stop the NYPD from deploying them to respond to a home invasion and enter a public housing building during the pandemic, where actually in that case, there was backlash from residents pressuring the city police to end the contract, with AOC, who represents a district in New York, tweeting, Please ask yourself, when was the last time you saw next-generation, world-class technology for education, healthcare, housing, etc., consistently prioritized for underserved communities like this? But also, that's just one police force. Several other law enforcement agencies have tested or actually deployed robot dogs, including Border Patrol and police in Massachusetts, Honolulu, Singapore, and the Netherlands. Plus, at least one American company, Ghost Robotics, is flirting with arming these puppies. Last year, showcasing their gun-mounted robo-dog at the Association of the United States Army's annual conference. And that same dog, though, without the firearm, was put on a patrol duty at an Air Force base in Florida the year before. And here's one of the key things to take away. While governments seem to be embracing this technology in some capacity, the weaponization of it is lagging behind, but that's probably not going to last. Right? Because it's only a matter of time until some country, let's say China, releases a video of its military 
military with one of these. And then someone at the Pentagon's gonna go, hey, why the fuck don't we? We gotta kill their robot dogs with our robot dogs, or maybe better yet, robot dinosaurs. Why the fuck not? What's going on with you? What are you talking about? And then, bing, bang, boom, robot wars, obviously. And then, the political fallout in LA right now is wild. If you didn't see, audio of city council president Nuri Martinez making racist remarks was leaked. The audio is from October 2021, and it captures a moment where Martinez and other Latino council members were venting their frustrations at a proposed redistricting map. It seems like they didn't realize that they were being recorded, and during this meeting, Martinez criticized white council member Mike Bonin as a little bitch and claimed that he treated his black son like an accessory, and then saying, I didn't know this initially because I guess I just didn't get to that part of Duolingo, but uh, that last part was a very big deal because it means he looks like a monkey. Although some might try to give Martinez the benefit of the doubt and point out that in this context, it could also mean he seemed slash acted like a monkey in reference to how the boy allegedly acted, but also unless there's a cultural difference I'm missing in the language, I, I can't see how that's better. But also you generally do not get the benefit of the doubt when that's just the tip of the racist iceberg. Because when talking about Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon, Martinez said, fuck that guy, he's with the blacks. Martinez didn't just save these things for her colleagues, but also for Los Angeles voters. When speaking about Koreatown residents where much of the population are mixed indigenous peoples from Oaxaca and Central America, she perpetuated stereotypes about the group in this exchange with Councilmember Gil Cedillo. I see a lot of little short, dark people. Yeah, Koreans. She then went on to question how they got here and described them as so ugly. And a key thing here is it wasn't just Martinez being derogatory. Councilmember Kevin De Leon also criticized how Bonin allegedly treats his son by claiming that he uses the boy like a Louis Vuitton bag. And this whole incident has provided a window into kind of how the sausage is made in politics and has left many residents understandably pissed. And so we ended up seeing widespread calls for Martinez to resign and she actually announced her resignation yesterday, but only as the president of the LA City Council. In a statement apologizing for her remarks and adding that as someone who believes deeply in the empowerment of communities of color, I recognize my comments undercut that goal. But still for many, it wasn't enough and they are demanding that she completely step down from office. And of course, with this being a developing situation, just as I was recording today, we learned that she will now be taking a leave of absence. But again, for many, that's still short of fully resigning. And as for the others that were present there, there are concerns that not only did they not call out her comments instantly, but in De Leon's and LA County Federation of Labor President Ron Herrera's case actually participated, leading them to also issue apologies for the situation and Herrera has actually now resigned. And De Leon may follow his lead because based on this video, he's really not wanted anymore. Get out of here, Kevin! Get the f out! F you! Resign! Resign, you racist piece of s***! You don't represent Los Angeles, Kevin! There's also been organizations using the situation as a chance for Latinos to be introspective about their own colorism and racism, whereas others, like the LA County Federation of Labor, pulled a kind of a reverse uno and were furious that a recording was taken at all, saying it was in violation of California's privacy and recording laws on LA County Federation of Labor property, and warned that reposting it is condoning this illegal conduct. But also, the, the, the fucking cat's out of the bag here, and reporting on the recordings is not condoning this illegal conduct. Otherwise, no leaks would ever be reportable, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I got so fucking heated. Either way, with the elections just around the corner, it is likely that they could have serious consequences for the LA political scene. And as far as what the full fallout to this situation will look like, we're gonna have to wait and see. And until we see more, of course, I'd love to know your thoughts on this. And then, you know, when we moved, we got overwhelmed with all the boxes of old pictures and VHS tapes that we've collected over the years. And yes, VHSs. My dad used to give me a few bucks to organize the closet of them. You know, there's so much collected over the years. And I'm like, there's some really great memories here. Most I hadn't seen in decades. And the memories that I wanna share with my family for
for generations, and I know I'm not alone here, so I think it's a great time to thank a fantastic sponsor of today's show, Legacy Box. Legacy Box is the simple and safe way to convert your memories to a thumb drive, the cloud, or even a DVD. It takes all your old memories and digitizes them, keeping them safe for future generations, and I think it's the best way to preserve your past. And I think it's pretty cool that my kids can watch timeline of Linz and me growing up, footage of our wedding and our family growing together, capturing all the family vacations, the milestones, the graduations, the first dances, all in one place. Because I will say, especially as a parent, I don't know where time goes. Both for myself, but also it feels like with kids, like they're different people every two years. When I get a chance to like look back, I just, I can't help but smile. And sadly, I know people who have lost photos and tapes and fires or other natural disasters, or they just lost them. You don't have to just let your photos fade away. There's something you can do about it before it's too late. Buy a Legacy Box today. Visit LegacyBox.com slash DeFranco to shop this exclusive offer. That's LegacyBox.com slash DeFranco. And then you've also got Kanye staying in the news right now. Some of which unsurprisingly connected to his anti-Semitic comments he made recently. People sharing this now viral clip of actress Jamie Lee Curtis responding to Kanye's remarks on the Today Show. I burst into tears. I woke up and burst into tears. DEFCON 3 on Jewish people? What are you doing? I woke up and was, I thought, my grandparents? Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's, it's, it's just abhorrent. Yeah. It's abhorrent behavior. I hope he gets help. You also had the Holocaust Museum of Los Angeles posting a statement inviting Kanye over to discuss why what he said was so dangerous, saying, words matter and words have consequences, yay. The Holocaust started with only words that sadly begat stereotypes, racial and religious tropes, and blaming others and led to the murder of six million Jews. Your words reach millions and you can choose to incite or you can choose to inspire. Also regarding the power of words, some of the words that Kanye shared affecting something more at home, with reports coming out that Kim Kardashian is now reportedly paying for increased security at their kid's school. Though, not because Kanye poses a specific threat himself, but rather because he posted the name of their school on social media amid his recent rants. And so now that the public has access to that information, people are worried. People are saying there is an increased risk, not just for Kim and Kanye's kids, but for every other student and teacher at that school. Are you gonna have random weirdos showing up at this school? And it's why so many people are going, well, how, why is Kanye gonna just get away with this? Basically doxing his children and their classmates. People saying he's just actively endangering them. He's doing all this for no reason. Though some have said, while it could be just complete chaos in Kanye, this could also potentially be something that Kanye wants for, for the kids not to feel okay there. Because one of the complaints that he has is he wants his kids to attend Donda Academy, a non-accredited private school that he started. Which is why you had some saying it looks like he's adding pressure to the situation to try and get what he wants. And yeah, that's the situation. I got nothing new to say on this. This has been Kanye. And I just love the fact there are still people out there like, I can't believe Kanye's doing this. Really? You can't? Okay. Also, wild to me that the anti-Semitic garbage coming out of his face right now Still not aligned too far for some. And then, TikTok doesn't just want your time, it wants all of your money. Because according to a new report from Axios, they're trying to become the next Amazon. With TikTok looking to build global fulfillment centers in Seattle and Los Angeles. Also more than a dozen LinkedIn job postings have been found for TikTok for positions like operations, research engineer, and logistics solution manager. And according to the listings, TikTok plans on providing warehousing, delivery, and returns for merchants to ensure the fast and sustainable growth of TikTok shop. And honestly, this is an expected evolution if you look to like what's happening in China. And then you look back here and you see TikTok been moving towards e-commerce for a while. It has an active relationship with Shopify, a potential partnership with TalkShop Live for live shopping in the U.S. And while the platform's live shopping feature is popular in Asia, it's not seeing the same interest in the U.K. and the U.S. But I really think that it's just a matter of time till it pops off here. At which time, yeah, if nothing else changes, this could be a potential threat to Amazon. Especially because according to Axios, TikTok seems to be developing a free return program like Amazon, though at this time, it doesn't look like it's going to be building out its own form of ground transportation. So is it a threat to Amazon? Yes. Is it going to replace Amazon? No. Is it going to dent it? I think so. At least if they do it right. And then the midterms are next month and you can't vote if you don't register by today in 10 states. So if you watching live in Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, South Carolina, Tennessee, 
and Texas, and you haven't registered, do it literally now. Also, if you think you're registered or not, go here and check because there are actually a number of people every year that are like, what? Odd I was, I got kicked off a of voter roll, something. And while these other 20 states do allow same day registration, it's actually already too late for some, right? In Alaska, Mississippi, and Rhode Island, it's already too late to register. And if you haven't seen your state yet, that's because there's about a dozen other states that have deadlines before the end of this month. In fact, even some by the end of this week. So definitely go click that link in the description. Also, I'm not gonna shame you for waiting to the last minute because uh, this is embarrassing. There's this nonprofit group out there, Headcount, that's trying to boost voter turnout and registration. They work with tons of celebrities. They actually offered to pay for a prize of my choosing that could go to one lucky, beautiful bastard that just went to their site to make sure that they were registered. And I just didn't contact them back because I'm a dumb fuckhead. But luckily, they also reached out to other celebrities who had the decency or at least people around them to contact them back, including the likes of Billie Eilish, who partnered with the organization to get fans attending her concerts this summer registered, with her issuing a statement encouraging everyone to use their voices and adding, adding with what's going on in our country, we need to get out to the polls and vote for what we believe in. Not showing up is not an option. And this isn't a new thing for the org. Before we went around hitting people with heavy machinery, they teamed up with David Dobrik, who gave away Teslas. This year, they also worked with other creators like Matt Pat and Harry Styles. That's right, Matt, you're both equals. That's why I use you both in the same sentence. So Harry's incentivizing his fans to register and check their registration status by giving them a chance to win tickets to Harry Ween. And hey, since I'm the asshole who didn't contact them back and I can't get the glory of saying I signed up this number of people, my recommendation would be either to register or check your registration. Go to headcount.org. Ideally, using my specific link in the description down below to give credit to the beautiful bastard that tried to loop me in. And who knows, maybe it'll still track and it'll give me something to, to potentially give away to one lucky bastard. But also, either way, at the very least, you will know that you're prepped and registered to vote and be a part of the world and vote into existence the world you want to see. Or at least try, because really that's all we get to do in this life. And some in other places don't even get that privilege. And here's the thing, movements like this apparently are very effective, with Headcount's co-founder Andy Bernstein telling reporters, in 2020, 78% of the people that Headcount registered turned out to vote. So we know these artist partnerships are effective. And also adding that the organization has already reached a new record high of registered voters for a midterm election this year, clocking a total of 150,000, which is huge because the previous record was 89,000. But ultimately, that is where that story and today's show ends. As always, thank you for watching, liking, subscribing to my daily dives into the news. You can also keep getting your news fix here, but no matter what, my name's Philip DeFranco. You've just been filled in. I love yo faces and I'll see you tomorrow.